Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to Two Board Dads podcast. Uh, I'm super fan Krog, and you're hearing me this week because I've murdered Chris, and I'm currently wearing his skin as a suit. Matt, uh, Matt's currently tied up down in the basement. Um, I'll be taking listener uh, input later on on what we should be doing with him, um, but we'll come to that a bit later on. Uh, today we've got a huge episode. This is the record-breaking 25th birthday bonanza Tony Danza. Uh, never before has Two Ball Dads ever done 25 episodes, so this is a very exciting time. It's a record-breaker. Uh, I was actually joking about murdering Chris and having Matt in the basement, because they are in fact joining me right now. Uh, welcome, blokes. We've got a couple of questions from the listeners. Um, so yeah, let's kick it off. Oh, thank, thanks for having us, Craig, on the show. Um, big fans. <laughs> First Super time, long time. Yeah, yeah. Super uh, fans. Uh, mate, I, I can't believe we're on the show. I mean, so exciting for us. Such a dream come uh, true. It is. And uh, we're excited to hear these uh, burning or yearning questions mm. that, uh, I mean, we've been inundated, I imagine, yeah. on the social media if you really imagine, if you if you squint your imagination good and hard, we've been inundated with uh, with questions from you, the fans, the loyal listeners. So oh, the loyal loyalists. The, <laughs> a little look behind the curtain there. And, and, uh, and uh, look, uh, super fan crowd, thank you for not murdering me and wearing my skin as a suit. I really appreciate that. There's, there's plenty of time left. Man. And I, <laughs> I still hope to be at some point tied up in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, uh, let's rip right into it, uh, Krog. What have you got from the listeners for us? <laughs> the podcasters. God, got away from you. This is smooth. <laughs> This is the definition of a sleek operation. Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, we'll kick it off. Um, they're definitely. I'm looking at the questions. They're definitely more burning questions rather okay. than yearning questions. All right. <laughs> I mean, That's there may be some. <laughs> all right, first one. Uh, I don't know who any of these are from. I've been given that information, but uh, first one is: Why don't you guys let your wives do an episode? Mm. Well, Chris, I think was that from our wives? <laughs> Chris, I'll, and I'll speak on behalf of Chris here. Okay, I know he has a real problem with allowing women to speak in public. <laughs> is that why? That's, That's what you told me, isn't it? That's not true at all. Um, look, uh, now we. I think there's a there's a chance the wives might get on, but I think it's funnier if we speak on behalf of them. Yes, yeah, you know I mean, and, yep. and we tell you their perspective from. Our we like to really mansplain it. Yeah, I think that's what women want yeah, from yeah. their partners, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, overall. Yeah, yeah, I think I think we're all pretty in tune with what our wives want. A hundred percent, and and they see it as chivalrous, don't they? Yeah, they go, that's mm. very chivalrous that our husbands speak on behalf of us. You know, what I mean, well, yeah, I mean, social situations are a real pressure cooker, right? And if yeah. you don't have to deal with that if someone's talking and for you. Then also, there's the um, there's the off chance that they might be better than we are. <laughs> And I don't want anyone to find that we, out. We can't risk it. Yeah, <laughs> we can't risk it. So, um, but watch this space. Yeah. Crazy things have happened. All right. So maybe we'll put that uh, that wives episode on the back burner for a little bit for now. <laughs> uh, next question: uh, Why do dads have to slow down in terms of boys' nights out, and mums are encouraged to really ramp it up? Seems unfair. It does seem unfair, and I'm I'm, I'm glad whoever asked that asked that because it's the question that's been burning on my lips all day. Why all day, Matt, did you... Well, I mean, we... 
you know, we had a we treated ourselves last night. Okay. But now, from what I've found out, is that I owe my wife five nights out from one, one <laughs> night out. And it, and it seemed to have something to do with the fact that she carried a baby for nine months and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So, one of, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. When do they you stop, never hear the end of it. When do they stop using that? When well, is he, that acceptable? To... He's, my son's over nine months old now. Yeah. So, surely that's yeah. gone. So you've emotionally carried him for nine exactly. months. Yeah. So you exactly. physically did it for nine months. You've emotionally done it for the next yeah. nine. Like, surely we can't keep using that as an excuse. I know. Uh, we've got, I've got no no leverage. I've got no hand, no leverage. So I, I did that last night. And I did that for you, Chris. It's a um, little known fact. It's actually Chris's 42nd birthday today. So we went out and celebrated. But... It did come at a cost. It did. <laughs> An emotional toll it yeah. took on. Uh, the, yeah, look, thank you, Matt, for your birthday wishes. Um, very exciting. But look, more importantly, in regards to the question, I, I think it's I think it's a funny sort of double standard that we have in mm. society. And Matt, you know I'm big on double standards in society. You love them. Like the wife does so much work around the house and they're... Not around the house, like just in general with the child and stuff like that. And then, so when they finally get a night out, it's like, you go, girl, you've earned it. But because men are doing it all well, the we time, it. and we, and we, and we, we definitely have, we have little to no input in our child, sort of ra- like raising them, we don't actually deserve or have earned a night out yeah. from what I'm led to believe. So you think they should be, what you're saying is you think they should be honoured to be able to do all the housework and all those things. And, and you and you sort and it of... shouldn't be a, yeah, they shouldn't be able to use it And you sort of think that's sort of don't put, your wife's place. Don't put words in my mouth. You go, you go to work and earn all the money and yeah. all those things. Yeah. And... So you get to control the finances and that sort of thing. Okay. Don't, it's an interesting point. No, I don't, I don't know. We, that's we, not what I said. We've learned all. a lot yeah. from you today. <laughs> I like a kind of disclaimer to say that just because I'm on the same podcast as these views that I don't necessarily hold them. (laughs) (laughs) But it's um, in in terms of just physically slowing down as well as a dad, I think that's due to my weight gain. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) The perfect end. end. (laughs) Okay. Question number three. Oh, this is a. Do you have like a not safe for work or not safe for kids kind of warning that you yeah, put out before? Always. I think it's the whole. All episodes are not safe for oh, kids. Okay. Just a blank. We'd we'll, we'll do a blanket one. Not safe for kids. Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right then. Uh, are you worried that there is more than just your wife to catch you masturbating? <laughs> well, I mean, you can't get caught if you're not secretive about it. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh, well, no, that's it. Well, I mean, yeah, no, that's it. There's, there's really no nowhere more. to go from there, I guess. Um, oh, I'm just saying there's been a taboo for too long. Yeah. And I say, let's let's bring masturbation to the forefront of everyone's mind and eyes. <laughs> Do we have to? I'd prefer not to bring I'll that start to the now. forefront of my mind. <laughs> uh, look, excellent question. Um, look, it is a concern, but, you know, as a parent, you get very little time for anything, you know mm. what I mean? Any is you know, personal reflection, as I call it. Um, <laughs> uh, but Are you saying that you do that in the mirror? Yeah. <laughs> Is that your technique? 
I find myself incredibly attractive. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we sort of have like a, a tie on the doorknob system at home yeah. where it's like if, if my wife hears crying coming from the bathroom, she knows not to come. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant tie yourself to the doorknob. Oh, like no. Hutchins it's, style. Yeah. Like, yeah. You've got a belt around the doorknob <laughs> <laughs> around your neck. Yeah. It's a classic calling Sick. card. <laughs> it's a bit of a do not disturb. So to answer your question, no, I'm not worried. <laughs> not worried? Okay. Perfect. Um, all right, next question. This one's actually hot off the press, wow. um, which is interesting because I didn't realize we were going out live, but yep. apparently we <laughs> live are. Live tweeting. Okay. And thank God we're not. <laughs> so it says, finally, after 24 dog shit episodes, it's nice to hear someone with a bit of class and decorum on the podcasts. Oh, God damn. <laughs> super fan Kraug, more like super hot Kraug. <laughs> Can you please post some pics of him on your Instagram instead of your ugly bald heads? And that, that actually, I think it's it's come from two people. They didn't use their real names, but it's M. Amber and Jesse's mum. So I guess the question is, will there be any pics of a superfan crowd? Um, no. 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 <laughs> it, would you consider going bald? Because we can't For put up pics? a photo. Yeah. Well, I'm like the opposite to you. I'm bald everywhere else, uh-huh. apart from on my head. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I can and maybe. I, I famously have a full body beard. I'd consider it. Uh, but that is a that is a really interesting question, actually, for yeah. someone to have previously sent in, not knowing that you were going to be on yeah. here today. But, no, it's uh, just come in on oh, the fan on the fan page. Okay. I run a, a TikTok right. fan page. Okay, right. Yeah. We're live, are we what live streaming to TikTok? Are we on TikTok right we're now? We're live streaming. Yeah, yeah, is we're this live a TikTok? On, we're live on TikTok. Yeah. I don't fully understand wow. it yet. I don't know. Something about a clock. Is it the new MySpace? It's the new ICQ. It's MySpace. Excuse me. <laughs> MySpace. Like Biker Mike from Mars. Yeah. So. <laughs> he started it. Um, look, Kraug, I don't. It seems to be my wife that's written that in. Mm. And it's weird because when we are at home, she's constantly bagging you out. So oh. weird for her to write that in, and I'm I'm thinking maybe it wasn't her. It sounds like something like uh, Jesse's mum would say. <laughs> Jesse's yeah, maybe her. she's put her up to it. Yeah, yeah. well, she um, was here earlier, and yes, I mean, couple yeah, well, of, couple of funny looks. Well, I saw her like, uh, undressing you with her eyes, and yeah. I thought that's inappropriate. I, I walked go, in, and super I, fan Craig is a guest in our home. I he saw, doesn't deserve this. I saw your wife undressing Craig with her hands. I was going <laughs> to say she could have just asked me. She didn't have to do it. But I would have I would have willingly done it. Well, I mean, it's the hard-hitting stuff that brings the people in, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, but that's that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Draw a line under that then? Classic or? Forrest Gump. <laughs> now, Krauger, is there any more yearning questions? Yeah, this we is only a... We only want to hear yearning questions Okay, I've now. got one yearning question from you. It's actually from a, a celebrity. Wow. Uh, Kirk Muglis, <laughs> famous actor. I think I don't think I need to say anymore. I think everyone knows who Kirk Muglis is. Yep. Uh, how does it Johnny feel? Johnny Depp. Is that who you mean? Is, is, is it the, Johnny Depp? Is the answer Japan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can wrap that one right. up. Yeah. No. Okay, so Kirk says, "How does it feel being a lesser human than a redhead?" Mm-hmm. Again, I don't. I'm because, just reading the questions out. Uh, I don't. That's all right. Is that we, because yeah. we're dads now or bald? Probably both. Okay. Probably both, but well, I think redheads can be dads. Can they? Yeah, I Why don't not? know how. I don't know how they fight. Yeah. Legally, sure. Or, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's I. I have never said a bad word about them. It's I. I believe it's 
Chris, that has had the the inner turmoil when you found out your son was a redhead? So I I was bullied by redheads my whole life. Um, but yeah. you mentioned that you were bullied relentlessly by redheads. Yeah. But were you not bullied relentlessly by people with all hair colours as a child? Was it? <laughs> the great thing. I heard about, it wasn't specifically redheads. The great thing about bullies is they don't discriminate. Yeah, child bully anyone. Yeah. Mm. And now that I think about it, Krog, yes, I was bullied by many hair colours. Um, but look, it's just made me the resilient, strong man that I am today. <laughs> <laughs> um, How does it feel being a lesser human than a redhead? Good. Thank uh, you, Kirk. <laughs> really good. I, I would say that I, I, don't feel, I feel superior to most hair colours because, as everyone knows, is I'm, I'm bald by choice. Mm. So I've chosen to not have a hair colour because I don't want to be defined by my red or whatever colour my hair is. No one would ever know. Because I shave it off by choice. Have you ever thought about, hey. Matt... Did I just spit on you? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, could you? <laughs> have you ever thought about growing your hair out? Ooh. What do you think? Mm. I don't know. I, would I, I wouldn't be allowed to be on this podcast. So, yeah. Well, so my mother, and I love it a bit, but I see her quite regularly and mm. quite often she says to me, like, because I've got a sparse spattering mm. of hair across my head she goes you should just grow it out it won't look that bad and I have done that and it looks awful <laughs> but then I thought maybe Matt we could have a competition to grow out yeah, our grow hair out. and then see it's a classic can, grow out and then see who can comb it over better my, well you know that's probably going to be me <laughs> my, my lovely mother once suggested that I grow out like grow my hair long at the back and comb it forward, it forward. Oh, that's nice that would be such an interesting comb over that, so maybe I'll do that what a oh, hot look yeah, yeah. Well, because when I first met you, Matt, you were a famously proud boarding man. Yes, yeah. Um, I, well, I wouldn't say proud. <laughs> I met some other guys before, and they definitely said to me, whatever you do, uh-huh. mention his baldness. Yes. Like, he's, yep. yeah, he's not sensitive about it. I, I to bring it up all of the I time. Believe, I believe we said, whatever you do, don't stare at it. <laughs> don't make eye contact it, with it. It My hair could tell when you were staring at it. <laughs> and that just stressed me out more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... Um, I, I don't think I'm going to grow it back because, like I said, I'm doing this by choice and to feel superior. Yeah. Have you thought about growing your beard and swooshing that up? I have. I have yeah. thought about that. Or, like, I was I was hoping one day to just have a full circular beard around my head. Okay. But I, I'm going to struggle in the middle there. <laughs> okay. These but, things happen. Yeah. Would, you, would you style it? So maybe like a reverse goatee on the forehead? Uh-huh. Upside down goatee yeah, face. goatee, yeah. I could do that. That would make me look like a goat, though. Mm-hmm. The hottest of all the barnyard animals. <laughs> As a young man growing up, I always wanted to be a goat. <laughs> well, Kirk, I hope that's answered you. I hope that's answered your question. So to answer your question, Kirk, we don't know or care. We don't. We don't feel necessary to reply to someone that probably has red hair. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thanks for all those questions, and that's a real spread apart and peer deep into us. Uh, maybe you won't like what you see. Maybe you won't like what you hear. But we're here every week and we're not sure if anyone's listening. But Krauge, is, is there anything else you wanted to add? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the questions were you know, quite a different theme to the ones that you had on the 20th mm, episode. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, not quite so personal this week. I don't know it is that weird is, that... Fans maybe not doing as much research this time. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no more questions, but 
I guess I could give maybe a little bit of live feedback. As long as it's good. I know you guys love good feedback. Good for one of you. Okay. Yeah. We love it. Wait, hang on a sec. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, ready. Well, one of my favourite moments is the uh, is the dad moment of the week. Love that segment of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed maybe some of the times, or quite a lot of the times recently, Matt, you've been coming up with dad hacks. Yep. And Chris, you've really been talking about how you just hurt your child or how you've let him down. So I was thinking maybe a, a rename of the section okay. to uh, dad hack and hack dad. <laughs> just a little bit of a suggestion there, but... Uh, <laughs> That's good. You know, I'll leave good you. Stuff. I mean, leave the jokes to us, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I felt like I had to get one in to make it worth no, my look, while coming we'll, here. We'll put that on the maybe pile with the rest of my suggestions that Chris doesn't like. <laughs> I can't wait for that to get cut. <laughs> no, look, uh, and I really, I do appreciate you recognizing that Chris is a hack dad. Mm. Or the hack daddy, as we call him. Yeah. I thought I thought I was a hockey dad. Because I love ho- hockey. You love hockey. I'm a hockey guy. Not a hacky field guy. hockey. Yeah, field big hockey. Field hockey oh, I've always been big on field hockey. <laughs> Go to the Kookaburras. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. But growing up, it's always been my dream to be a field hockey player, but dad. I've never played the game. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's dream has always been to be a wrestling dad, and yeah. I'm a field hockey dad. Yeah. You know I mean, never played or watched the sport, but I imagine that's it's like it's something I'd be very interested in. Yeah. So, uh, getting back to your point, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they are two of the coolest dads you can be, wrestling yeah, dad and yeah. field hockey dad. So, so dad hacks and hack dad, is that what it is? Yeah. Um, Craig, thank you so much for coming on the show, mate. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's good to have you on. Good to have your feedback, your live feedback. Mm. Um, really appreciate it, mate. It's, thanks for bullying us into letting you be on by holding your superfan status hostage until we let you on the show. And should we give Craig the honours this week? No. Okay. All right, Craig. See you, mate. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> no, look, I think, and I imagine he's not a dad yet, but I think soon enough mm. he'll have to be, like, because we'll bully him into yeah. parenthood and things like that. We'll force him to have sex with his <laughs> We won't leave the room until they, yeah. you know, they, uh, what are they, what's it called when you... Ejaculate. No, not oh. ejaculate. When you, um, after a wedding, you have to make it, consummate. Oh, consummate. 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 your wedding. Yeah, how soon do you have to do that is, you know, we're at like two years now and... Well, you, no, you want to wait. You still won't let me. Yeah. Yeah. You want to wait. I'd wait. I'd yeah. wait. You want to make sure. Um, Craig, do you have a dad joke? Yeah, I have a little dad joke for you. Yeah. Could you well, do I've... us the honest? Could you spoil us, tantalise us with your most cringeworthy dad joke? Sure. Okay. A ham sandwich walks into a bar and orders a beer. Sorry, sir, says the bartender, but we don't serve food here. <laughs> it's good. It's it is ready. good. He, wrote, he won me over with ham sandwich. Yeah. 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 I was like, is that the Left joke? Yeah. That's great. It's classic stuff. <laughs> now, Craig, thank you so much, mate. I really appreciate you coming in. I uh, appreciate you being on the show. Thanks appreciate for having you me. you as an acquaintance. It's an honor. Honor to be here. No, thanks, Craig. Appreciate it, mate. Thanks, boys. Bye, Craig. <laughs> All right, Two Bold Dads fans and listeners, we've got a real special treat for you today. It is our 25th episode, Bonanza, Tony Danza, and we thought, what better way to celebrate than get an incredible but incredible dad on for our Incredible Dad podcast? Uh, he's a good mate of ours, and we know he, he tells a good yarn, so let's hope that he lives up to these lofty expectations. <laughs> um, 
Mate, we're, we're joined by Hayden, mate. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you very much, Chris, and uh, thank you very much, Matthew. Yeah. I noticed you said Chris's name first, <laughs> even yeah. though I introduced you. I was making eye contact, yeah. and it is the premise, so right. I thought yeah. I'd be kind. Um, my eyes are up here. He's, okay. in, he's in my studio, and it's my podcast, and that's my guest that comes on every week. <laughs> he's just a comedic relief, isn't he? I do well, believe that's I, I what you've been referred that. to. I appreciate that. <laughs> Look, uh, Hayden, thanks so much for coming on, mate. We really appreciate uh, you coming in to the, the big studio. You know what I mean? To see how it'll appeal behind the curtain. It, might, it must Matt be calls. yeah. It must be super exciting for you to see yeah. such a full-scale operation. Look, look, I'll, I'll tell everyone at home that's listening, they've got me sitting in the sun. Um, they haven't offered sunscreen. That's nice. Um, and it's warm. It is warm on this day, so I'll take it with a grain of salt. You look like you easily burn, too. I burn so easy. This poor white skin of mine. That's why I'm trying to grow a mullet at the back just to protect the neck. I did notice that. We're sitting here with a man that is business on top, party at the back, definitely. How would you... I mean, my son also, what appears to have very poor and pale skin. Sorry, not poor skin, pale skin, much like yourself. Any tips you can give him... Do, yeah, would you suggest a mullet? Is that the best way of sun protection? S- SPF 50 plus. <laughs> if you can go 100, find it, but it will cost you money. And uh, knowing your experience and your history, Chris, I don't know if you will be able to spend the money on that. <laughs> He's definitely not sprooching for the uh, SPF 150. Sorry, do you call it sprooching? That's I just came up with that that's not, that's not a word. Uh, it is a word now. Jot it down. Jot it down in your word diary, Mate, a.k.a. dictionary. No one's... <laughs> A word diary. <laughs> Hashtag Oxfords. So, Hayden, oh, we, we've got you on here, mate, and you've told us over a few skewy skewy moi moi's. You've got an incredible dad story of your the birth of your second child. Um, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to have your rundown. Um, look, detail or no detail, whatever you think will will play best for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, we're we're, we're happy for both. <laughs> Well, I, I do have clearance. I have full clearance from um, wow. yeah, from my, my wife, my lovely right, my, my crystal. Down. Yes, Are you coming in. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm coming in. Winds are wide. To be honest with you, hey, if you if your missus isn't upset by some of the things you've said on this podcast, I don't know if you've done it well. Yeah, it's, no, a, waste, I mean, it's a wasted opportunity. It's literally we're apologising weekly. For- <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we've been married uh, long enough now that she is mad quite a lot of the time. So yeah. uh, a little storytelling here and there doesn't go astray. All right, well, well, hit us with your rhythm stick. Uh, not the first time I've been asked to do that. Uh, so uh, it was a delightful day. It was roughly, I think, around 12, 12.30 when um, my wife started getting the first sort of feelings of contractions. And um, going back just quickly to our first child, and um, we had what I think it was like a six and a half hour labor. So uh, it wasn't... It was wasn't, pretty quick. Yeah, it was quick. Was it wasn't too long. Um, we could have managed a lot of it at home and we, we wasted a bit of time in the hospital with the whole pushing and the shoving and the whole baby thing. So yeah. we thought, you know what, second time around, we'll, we'll try to figure it out. <laughs> Hospitals and, are usually a waste of time. <laughs> I tell you, and that's the difference between public and private. Um, but yeah, so it, it was... It was, it was um, we thought we'd be able to take a, a little bit more time and, and managing it at home as much as we could. So we thought, okay, contractions start around 12, 12.30, and that's in the middle of the day. And from there, we sort of just um, played out the afternoon, really chilled into too much. We had, we had plans for um, some family to come over and look after our eldest um, whilst we are going to go to the hospital. Um, and then that all started at like roughly around 4.30, 5 o'clock. We're like, okay, things are starting to get a little bit more serious. We'll give the relative a call. We'll get them to come over and help out and watch uh, watch our eldest. And then 
that went from like cool, calm, collected, families coming over to not so calm. The contractions were getting a lot more intense. And we, at the time, were in a double story house. And all I could hear, I was downstairs with, with the youngest at the time. And she's, um, she's all I can hear is my, my wife just pacing back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. And every time a contraction would come, I'd hear a, a groan from a distance. Now, just a quick question. Uh, you know when people pace back and forth in the movies and they walk a hole in the floor? Does that happen? Uh, it did sound like it. Okay. Uh, I do have, there, there were wooden floorboards. I think so I, I saw it on the Flintstones. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> Sorry, Hagen, go on. Yeah, I'll continue on before I was rudely interrupted with an irrelevant <laughs> hey, question. Hey, hey, this, this is my show. <laughs> Matt hadn't spoken for a little bit. I wanted to remind everyone I was still here. Matthew is still here, yes. Um, yeah, so then um, time was ticking and it just got to a point where we were questioning where this relative was and um, she, they were at a dinner. And the the auntie, uh, she was said to her husband at the time, if you get a phone call and you get a message on your phone, you have to tell me because we're on labor duty. And um, obviously, man being a man, obviously forgetful, forgot forgot to check his phone. <laughs> they realize halfway or three quarters of the way through dinner, oh, Crystal, or my Crystal, as we would say, uh, she, <laughs> she has, it is the ownership thing. Um, she, she sent through a, a few calls and a few messages to say, oh, we need you over here now. Uh, we obviously need to get to the hospital. And then um, it just, it didn't seem like they were coming anytime soon. And <laughs> Crystal was up, she was upstairs and she, she's yelling and she's screaming. We, we put her in the shower and um, just, to, just to cool her down. To dry, drown out the noise. Drown out the noise, yeah. I turned on the extra loud turn fan as well. Yeah, turn, turn on the fan just so it create a little background noise. Uh, it didn't help. Um, but the, the shower did, which was good. It sort of calmed everything down and all the pain went away uh, for most parts and, and it wasn't too bad from what I've been told. And, and how then, was your pain? Was it manageable? Uh, the headache was getting bigger. Um, <laughs> it sounds annoying. It yeah, sounds annoying. because I was managing, obviously, the unborn child yeah. as well as the, uh, the, the labour-induced wife mm-hmm. and then, obviously, the, the current child that the was still running around. Child, yeah, yeah, the born child, the one that still needed care. Um, so I, I was there trying to do three things at once and, you know, men can't really do more than one thing at a time. And, uh, from, from there, the, um, it just, it got worse. It got worse. We got to a point where we were in our, our hallway and all I could hear was just Crystal. She was still screaming, still moaning when the contractions would come. The family member finally arrived. She comes downstairs or I go downstairs, I meet her downstairs and, um, open up the door my eldest, not impressed that she's being looked after by someone else. So she starts crying. She starts screaming. It was at that very moment that I heard a, a yell of my name, which obviously didn't sound too great, come from upstairs. Um, and all I, all I remember thinking was, okay, well, we definitely need to go. And it sounded like I was in trouble. <laughs> so I handed off uh, the eldest. I, I go upstairs and, um, and Crystal's there and she's kind of on the wall leaning over on her haunches and she says, oh, the baby's coming. And I'm like, oh, no, no, I, it, it should be okay. I've got the, I've got the car packed and we'll go. And then she goes, no, no, I, I really think it's coming. And I'm like, okay, well, like, just take a couple of breaths and we'll go down. She's like, okay, takes one step and then she falls down onto all fours. And I'm like, oh, this can't be great. And then she goes, <laughs> that's not ideal. Yeah, no, not, okay. not ideal, not ideal. And, and what I'm about to tell you, uh, if you can, don't try this at home. Um, <laughs> obviously, try to go to a hospital to do this piece. Um, but then, yeah, she, she hit me with the words, oh, no, I, I think the baby's coming. 
And I'm like, oh, okay. In my head, I'm thinking, oh, she's probably overreacting. It's a bit stressful for her. <laughs> typical so, wife. Yeah, typical. Typical wife in labor. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I said, and, and this does get a little bit graphic. And I said, okay, well, let me have a look. So she was wearing a dress at the time. And sorry if you do get offended by this, Crystal, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> lift up the dress and pull down Nick's bit and have a look. And then not only, I wasn't expecting to see a baby, but I just see this, this baby's head. And, and she, she's, oh she's well crowning by this stage. And I'm like, oh, so she actually is having the baby. And I'm like, okay, I tell her, I'm like, calm down, baby's coming. Um, go from there. And she's like, okay, you got to call the hospital. This um, is so stressful. No, I'm, I've got sweaty palms. <laughs> no, I think it's just More the so sun. Unusual. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'll call the hospital. Get on the phone. Uh, and little do the, the people downstairs, my, my daughter and uh, the auntie, they, they don't know what's going on upstairs, obviously. And I, I go to give the hospital a call. Stupid me, for some reason, thought I would call the birthing clinic instead of the hospital to get an ambulance. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, yeah, I didn't call that. I called the technical number of maybe one three hundred something something. And I, I call them and I'm like, oh, yeah, just letting you know that um, we're not going to make it into the hospital for the birth. We're going to actually do it at home because the baby's coming. And the lady's like, oh, so you're having the baby at home? I'm like, yeah. And in the background, I, I hear Crystal. She goes, she's like, oh. Uh, you know, she or she yelled it in a much more stressful way than I can portray it. But she yells, she's like, "No, you need to call an ambulance, not not the birthing suite." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, okay." And then I heard that in the background. I'm like, "Okay, I've got to go now. I've got to call the ambulance." So, same time, hang up on the them. People at the hospital were just like, "What a bizarre." Call. Yeah, and I was what so was ca- I, I was super casual. I'm like, "Yeah, I'll see you later when it's all done. We'll come in afterwards." Just like I'm just going to pop down in the pub and um, so go in and get some towels and set the floor up got the ambulance on the line the operator's there and she's this is the worst part she's like oh whereabouts do you live and like i know where i live obviously i tell them my address and i say this is the suburb this is the street number um blah 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 and she's like are you sure (laughs) and i'm like i'm like yeah i'm sure like i I know my house and she's like well i can't find it on the maps and i'm like well i'm telling you this is where it is it's off this street you gotta go here and she's like oh if it's off that street i think i can find it and Ooh, then, that's and, not what you want to hear. And then she, then she goes, after all this, I spent about four or five minutes, I felt like about an eternity, trying to tell her where I lived. And she's like, okay, so what's your problem? And I'm like, okay, I'm glad we finally got to this point. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my wife's about to have a baby and I'm going to have to deliver her at home. I need an ambulance. And she's like, okay, well, I'll talk you through it. And I remember I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, I know what I have to do. You just stay there. And she's like, yep, I'll stay here and, and I'll let you know like how everything goes. And, and one important parenting tip, the birthing classes, if you do listen, listen to how to like to deliver a baby. It, it is kind of helpful uh, in certain times like this. Were you and, wearing a wetsuit? Uh, no, no, no. I was just wearing shorts, no, okay. no other clothes. Uh, and that'll that'll go into a little bit further detail later on in the story. And um, so it took maybe like maybe 10 minutes from there. Like all of a sudden, the, a couple of pushes, the, the hips got tighter, the the, the pressing was a lot more intense and within maybe like two or three contractions like baby was there in my hands and the first thing I was thinking um, and it's definitely a, a classic saying which I think I've heard on this pod before but when obviously catching a baby you don't mm-hmm. want to have slippery hands and um, Matt, Matt's famous for having greasy I've hands greasy all the hands. time <laughs> yes and, and what was the famous saying I think if he if he bakes he pokes. pokes. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Correct. So that was a that was a classic one that I did remember. <laughs> I can confirm. You can attest to that. Yeah. So that that was a uh, that was a major concern I had, and I thought, oh, well, I you don't... didn't want to poke. I did not want to poke. Not a, not a freshly not newborn. At that point, no. no, not at all. 
Yeah, not when it wasn't out. That could have been a real drama. But nonetheless, um, the the baby was delivered. She was delivered really healthy. Um, if anything, it was easier than it was at the hospital the first time around. Mm. A lot more stressful afterwards when we thought about what could have happened and what yeah. could have went wrong. Um, but yeah, baby was delivered. Obviously, quarter on the way out, and they they just come shooting out. It's not like in the hospital where like it comes out head first and then the rest no. sort of slides out. This it came with a bit of pressure. Oh, it just shot straight out quarter, um, <laughs> and then yeah, like Chris, like my wife, she she rolls over and I plop the baby up on her chest. Obviously, give that skin the skin straight away. Wrap them up in a towel and make sure that they're all warm. Um, and best thing was like baby was breathing straight away. So yeah. like that was that was healthy. Um, that was good. That made it a lot easier on us yeah, to sort of like yeah, yeah. not have to worry about that. So were they talking you through this the whole no. time? No, I, we, I I told her that I had it, so I didn't want to I didn't want to stress her. They're still asking for your address. <laughs> Sorry, so what was the address? Yeah, no, she, so she's there. Like, so mind you, like I've delivered the baby, and she could hear that the baby's been delivered, and I'm talking Crystal, like trying to like encourage her and say she's mm. doing a really good job, which she did a great job, mind mm. you, and. Um, and then I hear in the background, because I had her on a loudspeaker, all I hear in the background, oh, just so you know, she was delivered at 7.34pm. And, like, and then, like, giving me the details. I'm like, thank you. Like, and she's like, yeah, you can tell you can tell the ambulance people when they get there. And I'm like, all right, call the paramedics. It's like, don't try and doctor me now. Yeah, yeah you missed your opportunity. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, so the, the paramedics rocked up and, like, all they would have seen. So I had, like, a stupid setup of windows in my house where there was, like, two layers. And, like, so I was still on the ground I'm laying there and they pull up and I'm, I'm waving excitedly for people at those at home. I was waving frantically just then. And, um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I was waving and they came, they came in, opened the door. And it was at that time that I let uh, my wife's auntie know that obviously we delivered the baby upstairs, which she didn't even hear um, what was going on. So that was good. So the auntie did turn up though. She did, did, yeah, she did turn up, yeah, eventually she was there. I didn't just leave the child. Um, that comes later on in life when she's about two or three. Um, but yeah, so that was um, paramedics rock up and they, they do their, their bits and pieces and make sure she's all healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, they've just, they're usually like the, the newborns go straight off to the nurses and they look after them. But yeah. in this case, they just, they gave it to me and they're like, okay, you, you get her wrapped up, get her dressed. And I kid you not, the adrenaline that was pumping through me, mm-hmm. you would have thought I'd been for a swim. I <laughs> was drenched in sweat. I, I thought I'd given birth at this stage. I know the feeling well. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was terrible. Like, that is up there with one of the ultimate dad moves like like you know you've you're hardcore dadding when you're delivering babies yourself yeah. you know it's a, it's, it's a great dad hack it is, <laughs> it is a hack and i liked it were, were you going public or private public okay good man i mean you better, i was gonna say you saved money no you better, you better to have it at home honestly <laughs> yeah it's safer it is safer than the streets the gutters aren't too good <laughs> That, that's yeah, uh, that's incredible. That is incredible. I'm that, nervous. I weed a little bit, and I have half a child. I um, I literally, like I said, like listening to that story, it's it's stressful to listen to. Yeah. So do you have to? Do you have to? Uh, so just for the record, my son just farted. Um, mate, did you? I don't with the umbilical cord because my. The birth of Jesse was a bit of a blur to me because it's, you know, your first time I don't have You were drunk. Do you, I was, <laughs> he was drunk. Um, do you, did you have to cut the umbilical cord? Or did you yeah, just, they, yeah. They, they let me do it. I didn't do it at the time because it would have been a mess. So um, I got to do the clamping. So yeah. you just, you threw the barb on your missus and then you... I didn't, like, I didn't per se throw her. I placed <laughs> her. I, no, I placed her. She was still a little Slim. bit lubricated. So I pushed her up and she went on like a crocodile <laughs> out of water. Because like, 
Because, like, you see it on the shows, like, the and, and even, like, the birth of Jesse, they literally pulled him out and, like, not through, but it's like... It's, it's like a, a flop. It's, it's like aggressive, isn't it? It's yeah. like Wooska, like... It's like, you know, when you're carrying, like, a thing of cement yeah. and you're just like, ugh. <laughs> you finally get there at the end. Yeah. Like, ah, uh, here we go. There's all my cement. Yeah. yeah, you put it in water and yeah. mix it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't do that to my child, but, yeah. uh, but like, another thing you got to look out for and one thing I didn't account for is the umbilical cord's only so long. Um, so, right, so you, and obviously so. the placenta's obviously still in there. That comes out a couple minutes later. And I remember I, I pulled I, when I when I got her out and I put her up on my wife's chest. I like I just pulled her a little bit too far. Yeah. And the the worst thing was is like uh, my wife said at the time she's like oh like not too far because the umbilical cord was pulling a little bit too tight. You're literally pulling my insides. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so wait, so you didn't have to cut it? The the so so the, pa- the paramedics came. Yeah, they clamped yeah. it. And yeah. then they said, do you want to cut it? And well, actually, no, they told me to come and cut it. Yeah. Um, and then cut it. And still to this day, what, a year and a half later, I've still got those scissors. Uh, <laughs> I, I walked in on my three-year-old playing with them the other day. Um, they are it's, still... it's, it's, it's nice to have that sort of family connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah medically, they are still very sharp. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, don't let your children play with scissors. <laughs> scissors are fun. Yeah. I mean, kids love scissors. <laughs> yeah. They're sexy. Carry kids. them down, yeah. yes. <laughs> wow, man. What a, that is an incredible story. And one fitting for such a world record-breaking show. Yeah, we've broken records today, Matt, by having... First podcast with Hayden on it in the world. It is the first. <laughs> yes, I can confirm this yeah, is the first. Is. So, record-breaking. Uh, again. Um, 25 episodes, record-breaking. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we've never done 25 episodes. Like We previously broke the previous record. Which was 23 to 24. We then broke 24. Yeah. And now we're breaking it again. Uh, it's pretty stellar stuff, and um, we're glad to have you on, man. That it's a hell of a story. It's yeah. glad, like to, I said, glad it, to share it. It's stressful for me to listen to. Um, I I can only as imagine, a hack dad, yeah. as a bad dad. Like I don't know if I would be. Well, you've got those real dick fingers. Yeah. Imagine how, but you'd be fumbling. I'm famously clumsy. Yes. Incredibly clumsy. I'm looking so. at them now, and they don't look <laughs> equipped to to <laughs> live with a baby. They've no. got foreskins on them. <laughs> they do. No, and I I am fully aware that I would blow it. I'd blow it big time. <laughs> I would blow it big time. I think I would, I don't know, I think I would pass out. But, mate, it's a, we're in your awe. Yeah. Honor. Or like, like honor. He's, he's leveled up yeah. dad-wise. Like, yeah, he's almost at the level that I'm at. It is an honor. It, def- <laughs> it definitely Actually, is an honor. I did notice, Hayden, when you took off your jacket, you had your shirt tucked into your pants. Mm, yes. So, I mean, again, you've ticked all the boxes for me. And that's another dad hack. Uh, if you do want to save money on petrol and don't use your heater, because I do hear it does drain the petrol, you tuck your shirt in to keep that heat insulated. Are you listening? I'm loving it. Write it Wait, down. Write usually it down. when I when I get in the car with Chris, he hands me a selection of twigs and leaves to stuff my jacket with <laughs> to stay warm. <laughs> yeah, all right. We could, we could do a whole other episode about, I mean, savvy dads, savvy yeah. dad hacks, because I'm savvy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I that's, like one, to... that's one word for it. Mm. Savvy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I am. Yeah. I'm savvy. Okay. Would you say I'm savvy? I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give you that. Uh, Hayden, thanks so much for coming in, man. We really appreciate you uh, giving up your time to be here. And before we finish up today, uh, Hayden, I would love for you to do us the honours. All our guests, we hit everyone up. We love knowledge. Dad joke knowledge. I I sort of see this as a transference of knowledge between dads, (laughs) among dads. Um, Hayden, do you have and can you share with us 
your best dad joke? I do have one. Let me reach into the back pocket. Uh, the one that I have brought today for your lovely years. Um, Matthew, I will ask you the question because I did address Chris earlier. Thank you. Matt, when does a joke become a dad joke? I don't know. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes a parent. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Take that to the bank and smoke it. Right, that's incredible stuff. Hayden, thank you so much for coming on today, man. We really appreciate it. Appreciate you coming in and spending your time with the two bald dads. Um, all the best with double dadding. Are we going a third? Are you delivering a third anytime soon? Well, gentlemen, can can I break some hot off the press news? Holy dooly. I, That's what we're here for. I will be planning to use this episode as a, uh, a press release for the public, both on the Instagram and the Facebooks. Whoa. Um, coming uh, January next year, 2021, this summer, as they say in the cinemas, <laughs> we are expecting uh, baby number three. Hey! hey. Congratulations, man. We, we might edit that, that out. Okay. <laughs> edit, edit, edit. Edit it out. Edit it out. That's awesome, man. Congratulations. That's amazing. If your life wasn't hard enough already, it's about to get thrice as hard. Mate, triple dadding. Triple dadding. Some say it couldn't be done. Triplets. The old old triple X. The old XXX. (laughs) Mate, that's incredible. Is that that an ISO baby? We've got another mate having a baby in January. Remember Mm. when the lockdown happened? Was it... What what time is it? April. Yeah, that's about... How did it happen? No, I'm joking. Uh, it, was, it was a lovely night, middle of March. Stars weren't shining. Oh, mate, that's incredible news. Congratulations. We uh, we look forward to following your journey as well. Can we, we live stream? Actually, we might get you on. We can. We might get you on for, yeah. For, we'll, we'll, we'll live pod. While you're delivering the I do deliver time. babies in people's hallways at a cost. <laughs> that's incredible, man. Thank you so much, Hayden, for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Perfect. Thanks, guys. Normally you say, oh, I thought you would say, I'm Chris. And like, oh, yeah. Chris. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Chris. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening <laughs> to our 25th episode, Tony Danza Bonanza Bonanza. Uh, I'm Chris. And I'm Matt. And you've been listening Lula. to Two Dads. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs>